Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. If we want the fire, we have to reconnect the wire. Beloved, we have spent uh, the last 80 plus podcasts introducing and promoting the reconnection message. Uh, This is a tie into reconnection mandate directive number one, where we would really understand this message and its significance during this day of Israel's awakening. We are going to make a transition now into the legs and a face. And what does that mean? Putting legs and a face to this message. There are many great books written about the one you man, introducing it to us, but little has been written to put a, a flesh to this message. What will it look like in the church as the church and the messianic bodies come together, as the church and the nations come together with the believing body, the remnant of Israel in the land. And so I really hope that you enjoy um, these next conversations as we uh, dialogue on what the reconnection is, what it will look like, um, adjustments and modifications to be made to the entire church, both here and in Israel. and then additional adjustments for those churches in the parts of the world that are connected to more heavily populated Jewish areas. So beloved, I hope that you enjoy these podcasts and just want to encourage you always to reach out to us with your questions and comments uh, and go on the uh, Reconnecting Ministries website at romans911.org. May the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love to you in Yeshua. Beloved, we're continuing to lay the foundation for basic principles to be able to embrace this legs and a face of this message. What what will the reconnection look like as we move into it? And most probably there's nothing more important than the Word of God and not compromising the faith in any way with the pressures of modern humanity. And as we draw closer to the Lord's return, the prophecies about falling away from the faith are coming to pass. And there is an increasing division of the Word of God with many 
caving to humanity's call over scripture as well as clear doctrines and understandings a wave of secular humanism has swept the mindset of the western world causing many to fall away and deny the truth it's it's like a love without consequence it's like a love without authority without right and wrong and i'll be the first to tell you that we as believers have not done a great job in loving those that are caught in certain sinful lifestyles uh, remember how the lord treated the um, adulterous woman but having said that the persecution is now beginning to increase from those places back to us and i actually think it's part of the judgment while god is also judging the world he's also judging the church and remember beloved judgment begins in the house and i think god's going to use certain the aspects of this persecution to really help strengthen us but obviously we must never cave to compromising truth i'd love to see the rainbow flag returned actually to the church with a love and truth logo on it and the balance that that god brings so even amidst this persecution we must do a better job to love those that are caught in sinful lifestyles um standing on what we believe in but loving the way that yeshua did remember we were blinded by sin just like everyone else was until the lord touched us and came into repentance and it's important for us not to be critical or to point the finger but rather to be prayerful for those that are still caught in worldly lifestyles but this pressure from the world is causing many in the church to cave it's uh, uh, strengthening a liberalism in the church that is reinterpreting the word of god to lift up man's will or even sinful activity over truth it's a form of godliness but a denial of its power and source empowered by social justice now who does that sound like many in the uh, in these camps are, are professing love and even uh, morality in a lot of areas in their lives um and yet when it comes to those of us that are standing for truth and will not cave to what we recognize the bible points out as sinful behavior that needs to be dealt with or that will hold people back even from eternity we must call on the spirit for his help to move in an unconditional love and not cave to truth remember blessed are the peacemakers we are called to be children of peace and to shine the light of love in a 
crooked and even wicked generation. And it's interesting, but the, 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 the way that this transgender uh, issue is, is expanding, is, is becoming um, uh, ridiculous to even uh, those on the liberal side. And so, um, in a sense, we need to allow these things to play out. Remember the parable of the wheat and the tares, okay? The sickle doesn't come down until the final judgment. So sin, in a sense, has to increase while righteousness also increases. And that's why it's so significant for the light to shine in the darkness and to win those over to truth and we know while there's a great falling away we know we're also coming into the greatest end time harvest of souls that the uh, world has ever seen so it's kind of like a paradox but the two are working hand in hand and we know that the father of lies is fueling these rebellions with all of his counterfeits and his subtleties vilifying the very ones who are standing for love and truth. Perhaps the greatest challenge to this insurgency has come to the very core of our beings, giving liberty and support to the reinterpreting of our genders and the way in which we've been made and created and formed by God in his image, both male and female alike. The absurdity of this slant truly demonstrates the level of deception and the closeness of the pending judgment of sin that will ensue as the battle for light and darkness come to a head in our age. Beloved, we are heading towards the judgment. The shakings have started. Judgment has begun. Just look around you. Um, look at the catastrophes in the weather and the fires. I'm beloved, this is not all about global warming. And I'm not going to get into a, a debate uh, about that science. But there's something more going on here. I'm, I'm one who, who wants to look to guard and protect our environment as best we can within a balance. We only have to look at the Passover story itself to know that in the midnight hour, the judgment comes. Sin will be judged. The whole Bible is a message of, of the God wanting to win us back into a holiness and a purity and a trust and a love away from the sinful behavior that the enemy has sowed into humanity. But we also know from scripture that there will be a day of judgment. And this should cause us in a sense to have an urgency to want to be able to reach those uh, but love and honey are much better than fire and brimstone, even though sometimes there's, a, there's, there's a place for both. And so in a sense, we're entering into great battles, battles for the 
the souls in the nation, battles for for this uh, for Jewish souls, for Israel to come to faith, battles for for the bride to be prepared, battles for for the the one new man and John 17 to be restored in us that uh, the uh, the father can can release his glory battles for the church to move in greater levels of prayer beloved uh, uh, the lord is calling us into a place of war to stand in the gap for those of us who are on the wall to stand in the gap that the kingdom would come hallelujah but most significant uh, to this is is the need for us to stand on scripture and actually become more secure in who we are that will actually help us to to be able to live and communicate with others that may not see things exactly the way we do and of course uh, none none is truer here more than uh, bringing this reconnection message which we know comes by spiritual revelation and we need patience and love to help others in the body to see it there's no question that the enemy is causing the world and even those in the church to compromise the word of god and paul the apostle paul pointed out to us that we should not be ignorant to the enemy's devices and during these times i really feel strongly that we need to learn to re-navigate ourselves through our prayers for the church and the way in which we witness and present the good news of yeshua we need great wisdom a wise man, a wise woman wins souls. It says in Proverbs, the word of God must always be our source and our anchor. And humanity's frailties or sins should never compromise it. In our pursuit of love and unity in the family of God and to reach the lost, we do not challenge the authority or inerrancy of scripture as outlined to us in second timothy 3 16. on the contrary rather we uphold the truth guarding it through our walks and lives with the king and doing our best to explain the reasons why we cannot compromise these issues because sin separates sin brings death and sin will be judged we must continue to stand for what we believe and stand against these sins of humanity that beset our world against the killing of the unborn, sexual immorality, homosexuality, greed, lasciviousness, and the like. Just look at Romans, the first chapter, and Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 through 21. But we must do this in a way that does not bring judgment to those caught under these influences. This is one of our greatest challenges that we need to overcome. 
For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but against rulers, against all the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And in the Romans 9-1-1 project teachings, the Lord has given this us this picture of, of the hands, the two hands of Nehemiah, as Nehemiah was called to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. We are now called to rebuild the walls of love and unity in the church with a renewed focus on prayer and the reforms needed that will help to bring about the changes. But beloved, we should always stand upon the word of God, the word of truth, a sharpened double-edged sword that is able to divide joint and marrow spirit. Hallelujah. It is the very word of God that Yeshua used to defeat the enemy. It is the tip of the sword that cuts. The word of God does not come back void. The word of God is breathed through the spirit. And he is the living word of God in our hearts that increases righteousness in our minds and our hearts and spirits through the process of sanctification that we can more effectively overcome the desires of the flesh and walk more effectively in the spirit. This is where the Lord is calling us, beloved, to be filled with his peace, to be filled with his love, to be filled with his joy, to have a, to walk by the spirit that we would have a greater element of his authority in these days to move in these two hands, to love in the natural, but to contend in the spirit. And God's not calling us in just individually into a stronger place of prayer and intimacy with him, but he's calling us in the church to gather uh, in a greater focus of prayer to help to bring about these changes. So we're actually going to continue focusing on the word of God in the next podcast to talk about ways in which we can overcome the evil one. So beloved, until that time, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at Romans911.org. Again, that's email at Romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. 
The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.